What was the aim of yesterday? What was what did you want people to come away with from the press conference? First and foremost, we wanted that gaming community and the PlayStation fans to to know that we listen and that we love and respect them, and we wanted that to come across in every single thing we showed from from uh, the games we showed, from the support of the the PS3 and the Vita to the indies uh, to um, talking more about the details on the PS4 and of course talking about the policies that brought the house down a little bit and all punctuated by what we believe is a great fair price at the end of the day and we, we wanted to make everyone all the PlayStation uh, fans happy with that overall message that was our goal uh, well having been there I would say yeah certainly the response was <laughs> was pretty pretty exciting people were, were psyched um, so my understanding, based on some of the stuff that's been coming out this morning from the various interviews, is that um, you know Sony as a first party, you know, is going to allow people to basically handle their games exactly the way they did before. Mm-hmm. Um, third parties will have options that are available to them as they did last generation. Um, is that is that am I following that correctly? Like, so publishers can still kind of engage in online passes, things of that nature that, so that they had. not 100% true, because um, online passes, we did announce that's that's going away. And there's, there's a, that specifically... So that's for first party and third party. You just yeah, won't be supporting that That's on the right. Platform. And that, that's, that's because with uh, PS Plus being required to play online games, it doesn't make sense to have an online pass in conjunction with that. Right. That's why that is it has gone away. So I think... Um, you know, you're referring to lots of other interviews that have happened today. Just in on very general terms, you know, one business can't really dictate to another business sure. what they want to do, right? So, um, or what they need to do. So, in general, we're setting the the standard, setting the tone for the way we believe that the business is is fairly run uh, for consumers and for retailers and for publishers, um, and. Uh, we be- I personally believe that it, it, it's it's hard for me to imagine that many third parties are going to uh, break that trend. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Again, mm-hmm. this is kind of what Jack was saying earlier today, which is I'm sure what you're referring to. It, it, at the end of the day, if they want to find a way to do it, they can. But it's I don't believe that's going to happen because we're setting the standard and all those publishers were there. They right. heard the applause. right? They know that consumers want what's best for them. How can you give any specificity to how long ago publishers knew that there would be kind of two differing approaches to, I guess, the tool sets that would be available available to them in terms of uh, handling how used games are handled, how DRM is handled? I can't speak to Microsoft's policies, um, but obviously they have some uh, some things in place that have to involve special programs with retailers. We're not doing anything like that, so. Um, the whole point is we're not asking them to do anything special, so there's no technology that's needed. Right. It's, it's a business model that exists today that we believe in. So it, it's hard for me to answer that question. On Obviously, I can't answer it. On sure, just the Microsoft, but can you get any yeah. clarity in terms of how long publishers have known, hey, this is what Sony's doing, these are our policies, or, or at least this is what we're doing as the platform yeah. holder. Obviously, as a business decision, you guys can make... You know other decisions, but how long have they known that well, again, that's what I, you guys wanted to do? We're never privy to their meetings with Microsoft. Sure. So we know what our meetings were like with them, mm-hmm. and the policies were pretty clear, right? So 
So they've been set yeah. in stone for a while. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm curious, you know, in given, stone maybe not, right? Sure, but um, but given the like yeah. sort of an extreme reaction that I think you know we saw the, yeah. the big hashtag campaign that I'm sure you yeah. know that uh, I got a, I got a couple of tweets. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much did can you provide any clarity on how much uh, that reaction informed or allowed you to maybe double down on on what you guys wanted to do when you started this new hardware platform? So again, it's hard for me to speak in, on in, in uh, on behalf of the third parties. It's not right. my role, right? Sure. Um, but I do know that internally, you know, our goal was always to do what we thought was best for the consumer. So um, it, I like to talk about yesterday's announcement as being. Uh, it was an opportunity to announce something that we had planned for a long time. I mean, we we didn't feel the necessity to announce any of those types of policies back in February when we had our initial reveal because we didn't feel like that was the story. You know, this right. was just the, the normal course of business. And obviously over the last three weeks, it kind of blew up. Sure. And so it was kind of a fun opportunity to announce our policies at last night's event. Sure. Yeah. Um, can you provide any clarity on sort of the you know the, the price is obviously a hundred dollar difference? Um, does that include a camera? It does not. Okay. It includes the uh, PS4 and a, and a DualShock 4. Okay. Have you provided any pricing on the peripherals or how much the camera might cost when in? Are we when announcing it's camera price. I think we are. Fifty nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, did the was the three ninety nine set in stone prior to? It being announced. At that's the press something that itself. I can speak to personally and say that that's that was a, a nice target that we put in place long, long ago, like years, mm-hmm. right? You just saying, hey, we would love to have um, the best technology available at the most affordable price, and that's the goal that that we set out when talking about the PS4 in, in its fetal stages, right? Sure. You know, long, four years ago, right? Um, so. That has been. Uh, I'm not going to say it's been set in stone because you never know if you can achieve it, right? Right. Uh, from a business uh, point of view, but that was absolutely the goal from day one, long, long ago. Um, so obviously, as you mentioned, you know, part of uh, PS4 PlayStation Plus is that multiplayer is now going to be part of that program. Uh, what informed that decision, given that when the PS3 was announced and multiplayer was becoming this much bigger thing, um, one of the big uh, points in the ground with Sony saying, we're going to offer that to you free. So what prompted that change? Well, first I'm going to talk about the overall value of PS Plus to answer that question. Because, that, you know, talk to anyone who's a subscriber to PS Plus, it's a lot of value there. And I think one of the things that, that we discussed yesterday on stage is that um, we are continuing that tradition by taking a game that's brand new, Drive Club, um, and saying we're going to give you a PS Plus version of that for free on day one, along with three of those indie games that you saw on mm-hmm. stage. That's your that's your uh, that's the first part of your reward for PS for being a PS Plus subscriber. Um, so there's a lot of value there, and there's there's all sorts of other features that are attached to that as well, as you know, uh, automatic updating and cloud saves and things like that. There's, there's a lot of value in that service. So um, what prompted us to uh, to to say that multiplayer would also be behind that. Um, I mean, quite frankly, it costs a lot of money to, to run a service as like like that, mm-hmm. right? So um, it was important to us to try to explore all of our options while still giving the, the customers a great value. And that's why the Instant Game Collection was started about a year ago. 
and we're absolutely planning to continue that in grand form moving forward. So if you are someone that doesn't purchase Paces and Plus, like what are you getting access to service-wise? Um, you know, on Xbox Live, you know, things like Netflix. There, there are various uh, video services. All that, those are good. You know, so you all know, that will yeah, remain. Yeah, if, you, if you don't yeah. want to buy, pay the, the, the annual fee, you'll get all access that to that. That just frankly doesn't make sense to us to say, right. you know, you need to pay for a subscription so that you can activate your paid subscription. Right. It just doesn't make sense. Right. What would you... The... The tone of Sony as a company uh, last night is wildly different. Like I've I've been going to E3 for a number of years. I was there at the the PS3 formal announcement when the the price was announced there too. You know you want to say it. What would you describe what as the the, 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 the <laughs> <laughs> What would you describe like internally as 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 you've watched that arc play out? You know Sony was kind of characterized as uh, you know rightly so they had earned their place. Um, there was there was certainly a feeling of arrogance uh, there. Much different company uh, on stage uh, last night. How do you describe how that how that came about and and what kind of company Sony is today? I, it's a really great question, and I think that there are just so many people who love gaming and love the gaming culture. I hope that came across pretty clearly, with especially with guys like Shu, my boss, and and Adam on stage. These are guys that it's not a spin. It's it's not a public relations thing to say these are gamers, right? For gamers guys love to play games right and so that culture all starts to permeate throughout the whole organization and it's inevitable that 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 gets its way all the way up into the corporate side of the business i mean it's it's still a business you have to run a business to make a profit right but at the same time um our belief um in in a large really all throughout the company is that you achieve that win by pleasing your greatest fans, right? And it, it, it almost feels like a no-brainer in some ways, but it's so easy on, at, other, at other places to manage a business via a spreadsheet, right? Sure. But if you can say, look, if we give the fans what they want, they're going to be happy. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to be ha- it, it just makes sense to us. So in that way, perhaps the culture has changed quite a bit in those seven years since the PS3 launch. Um, and it's something we're, we're, I hate to use the word proud because it sounds like an arrogant, it's an arrogant word, but it, it's something that we're excited about. It's something that just kind of oozes, oozes from a lot of folks within when you talk about the indie movement, for example, and, and what PlayStation is doing to work with indies. That comes out of passion and comes out of the desire to, um, to support those teams because of what they stand for, not because there's this guaranteed profit margin for each of those games. That's not the way it's approached. So in that sense, yeah, I think there has been um, somewhat of a culture shift. Um, at the at the end when the price is announced, and you know that's obviously one skew. Is that is that it? Is it one skew at launch, or is there potential for there to be bundles, you know, incorporated with a camera or, or things like that? Yeah, I mean, we're, that we're not talking skew plans right now, but that's all we've announced is the is the the standard uh, PS4 plus DualShock 4 for three ninety nine. Um, this is a tiny one, but when I when I made my PSN account, I chose a very poor name that I don't <laughs> want to use anymore. Can you change your name on PS4? Honestly, I, I honestly have no idea. Okay. Right? I mean, so um, yeah, I, I curse no it to idea. this day. Every what time. is it? Now it's it's Mechamothra, and that's because. <laughs> There was a Godzilla poster on my wall, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I gotta choose a name." You're looking around the room. Okay, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
You can create a new account and lose all your trophies. Ouch. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's, that stuff's not too too sticky for me. Uh, really? Um, I was one of those things, you know, like yeah. anyone else. I think I got really addicted to it early on, and yeah. then it just just becomes kind of overwhelming. Um, I'm curious, you know. Obviously, you can't say too much about you know your competitors' policies, but why do you think the reaction was so negative? Like, why do you think people? I've, I've you know, I've been covering this industry for a while. Haven't seen people come together like that, and it's uh, crazy in such a such a loud and vocal way. Yeah. Like, what do you think it is about? You know, I mean, it's much. It's part of a much broader conversation about digital rights and and do you own the content? Um, this is just it encroaching on games. Uh, but it's very bigger than digital rights. That's the thing. Is that we're talking about what everyone perceives as as you know physical games right this is something you go to a store you pay money for it and you put it in your bag and you take it home with you and then when someone tells you what you can do with that thing it doesn't feel right that's why i think it it kind of hits a part of the human psyche that is it's within everybody you know i just i just bought this napkin don't tell me i have to use it with my right hand only you know it's ridiculous example but that's the prop i had in front sure. of me um it's it's it really hits home in a place that people don't like to go to. And that's why, again, we never plan to do anything, anything different. But for Jack to punch home that um, those policies last night, I think we knew it was going to get a reaction. I don't think anyone expected it was going to be that big of a reaction. Um, but it means a lot to people. And I think it makes sense to me why it means a lot to people. So I, Again, take a game to a friend's house right. and... and you can't play it unless you log in as you, and you can't leave it there, or else he's going to have to buy it again. That's a, that's such a huge part of gaming culture. How many times have all of us in this room um, taken a stack of games over to a friend's house to, to hang out for a day and play games? Is that really gone? Or is it complicated in a way that's unnecessary? Why? Why do we need that? So, you know, I mean, obviously, like, we're in a transition period where physical is still very important to people, you know, but... You know, inevitably, we're moving to sure. you know most likely a digital-only world. Um, are there any policies in place for people's rights when it comes to the digital content when it's only digital? Given that you know, as you point out, the the reason people feel so strongly is because it is something physical. But um, you know, you're still buying things in a digital format. You just you kind of lose you lose your rights to it when you choose to purchase it digitally. Digitally, yeah, digital content is a whole different ballgame, and we're not announcing any special policies there because you know we're still working out those details quite honestly but it's um it's just logic though i mean if it if it is digital con it's way too easy to share it with everybody right so inevitably you will have more rules and more restrictions in place for the digital side of the of of the business than you will for the physical at least that's the way we believe right it makes sense um you guys have self-publishing for, for creators. Um, one of the things that we haven't seen on any of the consoles too much is uh, one of the reasons people are huge fans of Steam is like the variable pricing, mm -hmm. right? Like, so you pay full price for games when they come out, but oftentimes like publishers are experimenting wildly with, with the, the price point idea. Yeah. Um, how much of that control is put into the hands of, of creators when they, when they publish on PS4 in terms of, hey, today I just want to make it 99 cents, like... How, how much can they do in that so regard? So we're not, we're not talking that level of detail on what self-publishing means, but, um, but indies are able to, anyone that self-publishes is able to establish their own price. Mm -hmm. um, 
we're just not talking about how the rest of the system works or about a tool that we put in their hands lets them do whatever we want we're not talking about that and then that's forward for both major publishers and indies yeah okay um, here's a, another random one you might not be able to answer but <laughs> every time someone asks Ken Levine about Bioshock Vita he says it's out of my hands it's a business decision between 2K and Sony do you have any idea what's going on with that game? I really don't. That's an Adam Boyce question. <laughs> you know, sorry. <laughs> um, Fun game, though. One thing is with... Uh, so if multiplayer is locked behind uh, PlayStation Plus or part of that service, it's probably a friendlier way of saying that. Um, what happens with free-to-play games? Um, if there's free-to-play game on PlayStation 4? It's a great question, and that is a game-by-game uh, -game decision. That's okay. how we're setting that up. Okay, so yeah. it's possible that it could be yes. not required, but that's... Okay. Yes. Um, random one. Do you expect games to still be $60? We're not announcing pricing on software, but, you know, I mean, you know, it makes logical sense. Um, lots of people had questions on Twitter, so I'm going to... Ah, wow, this Ooh. is the, the, the live Q&A session. Well, I asked... So I have five minutes left with Scott. Send your questions right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> um, people are curious about um, the hard drive capabilities. Can you plug an external drive in to, to load things, or are you locked into what is in... You can upgrade your hard drive. Um, so you can, just like you could on PS3, you okay. can put your but own So you can buy your own stuff. It's not yeah. got to buy the Sony one. I, I'm honestly not 100% sure about um, about whether or not you can connect an external drive. Okay. Um, so I, that's... Look into that. But yeah. You can definitely yeah. swap your internal Yeah, drive. okay. Yeah. That's something that, you know, people appreciate it, so why not? Sure. Yeah. Um, people are curious about the approach to uh, region locking. Yeah. Is that still handled on a so publisher's? It, well, it's... Yes, but in general, it's it's um, it's a region-free approach, but we highly recommend that you purchase in your own region for all sorts of reasons, you know, customer support or what have you. I mean, that's that's just our stance, right? right? Um, it's not hard loss. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, on Vita, yeah, you can only have one PSN account. Um, I think unless you like format the machine, um, people did enjoy having different regions if there was a game that wasn't released. Is that, will the PS4 support the ability to have multiple user accounts if they chose to purchase a, games from different regions on the same machine? So that's a good question. So, so you're, so, well, on a base I guess level, at the very yes, least, it does support multiple, multiple accounts, right? Of, of course, yes, you have multiple accounts. Right. And, and, and uh, in fact, of course, you can log in with four at the same time so that everyone's earning trophies mm -hmm. on a co-op game, for example. Um, pretty deep question in terms yeah, of, yeah. of different accounts so that I can purchase in different regions. I honestly, yeah, we're going to have to look into that. Okay. That's a deep... Uh, yeah, it's a very specific question, question yeah, but yeah. you know, for certain people, they, that's important to them. Yeah. Um, so you obviously, you can't use the PS3 control on the PS4. Is there... But back, I guess, back, is to that, that back to that other question, though. Sure. I'm guessing that at the end of the day, that won't be necessary... Right, because we're technically region free. Right. So you can purchase. It's just. Well, I think, it's, I think it's the digital content. I think. Yeah. I think is is. Yeah. Um, so you can't use a PS3 controller on a PS4, but no. What um what about fight sticks and stuff like that? Are all peripherals across the board incom not compatible? Um, 
I, I honestly don't know the answer to that either. Um, the the so you're talking if I have a PS3 Fight Stick? Yeah, work, most of those plug yeah. in like yeah. through USB. If they're USB, I'm gonna tell you that it's likely. Okay. Because um, I have had some conversations along those lines, I can't guarantee that that is the case. But um, it just make again, it makes logical sense. Right. The PS3 controller doesn't make logical sense because we've added all sorts of new functionality. Um, I'll check on that one too. Yeah, okay. sure you get the yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, any chance that home is coming over to PS4? <laughs> We're not talking about um, um, the way you asked that question. What made me laugh? We're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just had a, a certain tone. Um, uh, yeah, I like home. Yeah, I think it's super interesting. About, yeah, okay. it is interesting, and it, it keeps you know it's, it's got a bad rap. It's, an, it's a really interesting place. There are there's there's a quite a big group of people that loves home and all the new stuff that comes to it all the time um we're not announcing home plans though right now for ps4 yeah um the gaikai stuff you know is obviously down the line 2014 any sense of if that will be something that's part of playstation plus or if that will be a broader platform service yeah we're we're absolutely not announcing the details of 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 gaikai in terms of of fees if you will sure um so it's what we're just the only thing we're announcing is our intent to uh bring all that great content to all the different platforms i think andy made that clear last night that it's to all your devices that's what our intent is for gaikai Did anyone ask how much is the PlayStation 4? Because I can answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> how, much is, how much does it cost to make a PlayStation 4? I know you can't answer that. I know you can't answer that. I was just being... Um, what's your favorite color? Asked Wesley McKinder. What's your favorite color? Someone wants to know what my favorite yeah, color is. Yeah, someone wants to know what your favorite wow, color is. My favorite color is orange. <laughs> that is really strange. Um, you don't hear that a lot. Yeah. One... One thing people are curious about is uh, in terms of how the account structure works. If some, if one person has PlayStation Plus, does that expand to all the accounts on the system, or does everyone have to have yes. their own PlayStation? So Plus when account? you when you're playing on your machine at home and like in my house, I got my two boys, right? One PlayStation Plus, okay, subscription, yeah. Um, what's my favorite color? No, yeah. it, no, not favorite movie, not favorite song, <laughs> not favorite <laughs> band, <laughs> favorite game. Yeah, yeah it's um, I want to say, uh, Shui said this on, on Twitter, I just wanted to, to get clarification on it, but the uh, sort of the remote play function, is that is that a um, Sony mandated, if you are making a game for PS4, it has to be able to remote play to, to Vita? I know, I, th- I think he had said, well, we don't, the you camera. don't have to mandate it anymore, okay. right? So that, that's, that's what's great about it, because kind of hate the word mandate. Right? I guess can publishers yeah. turn it off if they wanted to? Um, I, I guess is the other I way actually don't think you could, right? Okay. So there's there's a so let me explain how this works. So sure. it's part of the OS. So at its core, it just works, right? It just works. What we are um, working hard with all publishers on and, and all first party devs is to make some effort for a custom control scheme as opposed to just every game using the default. Because if sure. you put a little bit of effort into a little bit of custom control, maybe using the back touch with a little bit of a clever way, um, it helps the overall playability of the game. So that's what we are um, we were highly recommending. 
I think that just makes the experience better for everyone, and that's why we're recommending it. Sure. Yeah. This is great. I kind of like the, the rapid, rapid fire. fire. <laughs> good. Um, is there any conversations about the Oculus Rift? What do you think, what do you think about that thing? Uh, to, for me personally, well, first of all, I, I'm a motion sickness guy, so, <laughs> but, you know, have I tried it? Of course, you know, I think it's, I, I love innovation in this industry, and that's absolutely fascinating. So, um, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's interesting. I don't know what else to tell you. Even freaking Tuscany made me sick, right? Oh, really? That's how rough it is. But I've played other things on the Oculus Rift um, that didn't make me sick surprisingly enough there was one where my head was the 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 paddle in kind of a breakout game mm -hmm. right it's kind of cool it's fun and underwater it was slow enough so that all my movements were it didn't it was fine um, actually actually used oculus with um hydra controller as well oh right yeah, yeah. and the the, cool. the portal demo was really incredible oh, with yeah. that one and because you're it's yeah. it's the whole extension of your body. It's really interesting. It's it's cool. And there's that there's that portal in motion uh, game that's available digitally mm -hmm. on the store that uses the two moves that has a lot of those same elements. It's cool. So we have like one more minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, mouse and keyboard. That's still something you guys are okay with on PS4. That's currently wow. something on PS4. That's a first. Um, I don't know. It's okay. going to be straight up. I do not know. We'll yeah, what we're question. doing for mouse and keyboards. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, yeah, these people, they have very, very specific... I get it. I wish I could answer that. It's such a specific hardware question. Once, yeah. I'm I sure, yeah, know. like those yeah. are all sorts of tiny details yeah. that... don't know. ...is somewhere on a sheet yeah. that says yes. I just yes don't like that. to say yes, right? <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's a history of supporting that kind of thing, right? So I... I I think it's somewhat likely. I just can't say yes definitively. Right. Yeah. Might have hit all the ones people are asking. Cool. Um, how much impact do you expect the self-publishing stuff to, to have on the platform? How much effect? Yeah, just in terms of like it's it's it's... You know, there, there's certainly a lot of discussion of the way Microsoft handles it in terms of a, a slot system. You know, it's, it's you have to oh, align yeah. with the publisher. Yeah. Um, no slots. But and in addition yeah. to that, how um, maybe this was clarified? Like, how is that presented in the interface? Because uh, if, if people are self-publishing, are they still going to be in the same section? Or you know, if you're publishing differently on PSN, whether you're like a big publisher or, or a small guy, like, is it all presented in the same way? Or are there like Know, well, you're off in the indie category. You're off in the self-published category. Like, is there, no, there... I, as far as I know, it doesn't make any difference. I mean, that that the addition of, like Adam mentioned, the addition of an indie category to the store is more to make it more visible, not mm -hmm. less visible. So, that, but there's that's not directly tied to self-publishing per right. se. Because so it's not like if you're an indie, you're only going to be in that yeah. indie store. Yeah. You, you just as likely to be yeah. featured up front. Absolutely. That, that's absolutely the case. Cool. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks for your time.